Fire it up. Texas Home Improvement is on the air with your host, Jim Dutton. Hi, Jim. Hello, Jim. Texas Home Improvement is brought to you by Due West Services. When you want the best, call Due West. Sunburst Shutters, where beauty meets energy efficiency. More plumbing supplies, bath and kitchen show place. Man, you are just a world of knowledge, you know that? Thank you. America's Choice Windows, with 10 windows for just $36.80. Carrier, the official air conditioning and heating system of Texas Home Improvement. James Hardy Siding, the best siding on the planet. Ace Hardware, the helpful place. Call Jim now for advice, money-saving tips, and all your home improvement questions at 866-937-0003. That's 866-937-0003. And brought to you by Guardian Roof Systems. For all your roofing needs, Texas Remodel Team, your complete solution for home renovations. Carrier, the official air conditioning and heating system of Texas Home Improvement. And IQ Auto Buyers, the smart way to sell your car. And now, broadcasting live from the floor in the core studios. Please clap. Here's Jim Dutton. And welcome to Texas Home Improvement, your total home improvement source, 713-212-5874. That's 713-212-5874. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call. I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. If you're outside the Houston area, not a problem. We got you covered there as well. 866-937-0003. That's 866-937-0003. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is being brought to you by Carrier for Ultimate Home Comfort. Turn to the experts. Turn to carrier. Now, now our uh, overhaul for hero videos that we've been putting out. Episode four is now out. If you go to thipro.com, you can click on the icon that will take you to episode four. And uh, you know, if you haven't seen the first ones, no problem. They're there as well. You can take a look at all of them. But again, that's thipro. Dot com. I want to encourage you to go take a look at those. Uh, just a, a great remodeling project we did to help out a firefighter. But right now, I'm here to take your calls and answer your questions at 713-212-5874. Let's head to the first call and... Oops, didn't quite get it there. There we go. Lawrence, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, the problem I have is uh, we're trying to restore our uh, in-ground pool, and we are trying to identify a uh, someone who could do the job for us. Would you have any recommendations? Uh, what part of town are you in? I'm sorry? What part of town are you in? We are located around the University of Houston Central Campus. That's the southeast side. Okay. Let me see here. And the reason I ask that is a lot of the pool guys don't travel real far. You know that that redo swimming pools. Yes. Um, I used to have one, but I'm looking at looking it up, and I don't have his number. Um. So I'm gonna have to tell you, no, I don't have somebody to refer you to. Okay. Well, I still am glad to have called. Well, I appreciate you taking time to to call and thinking about us. Okay. Great. Then um, I will see you. Thank you very much. Take care. Bye. Bye. Because I, I don't want to refer somebody that I don't know will do a good job for you. So if I don't have someone, I'm going to tell you up front, I just don't have somebody. 713-212-5874. Hello, Carol. How can I help you? Well, good afternoon, Jim. I hope you're doing fine. I'm doing wonderful. Okay, I have to refresh my landscape, and uh, this is the best time to do it. Do you have a landscaper the whom I could contact, please? And you're wanting to uh, put new stuff in? Yes. Okay. I, I do. Let me get that one out. Okay, good. At least I get an affirmative answer. Yeah. And I just want to look up their number. Uh, call Embark Tree and Landscape Service. Hold on. Let me write that down. Embark Tree and Landscape Service. Okay. 713. 713-462-4261. Three two six one, and we go to Northwest Houston. Yes, ma'am. 
All right, I shall call them on Monday. So thank you very much, and I wish you and yours a wonderful weekend. What's left of it, anyway? Oh, thank you so much. You take care. I will. Bye bye. Bye bye. And again, 713-212-5874. If you're outside the Houston area, 866-937-0003. Talking about outside the Houston area, let's go to Victoria. And is it Alexa? Yes, it is. Just one moment. I I want to turn the radio down. Oh, yeah, yeah, that helps. Again, our number, 713-212-5874. Go ahead, Alexa. I thank you so much for taking my call, and I'm always happy to hear your show. You're so helpful. Well, thank uh, you. I spoke to you last You're more than welcome. I spoke to you last year. Mm-hmm. We had just a terrible drought here in Victoria. Um, I live kind of by the water, and so my husband had this um, whole perimeter of our circular driveway dug up, raked up, and thought that we're going to put new St. Augustine grass. Our St. Augustine died. And we realized we had some kind of a sides the drought. Apparently, we had a bug, those chintz bugs or something else. But only the weeds would come up, and the grass was like three, four inches tall. It would turn gray, and it would just fall over, all in one month. This mm. whole lawn, I would say, died within, I would say, at least four months. You could just rake it up in bundles. I mean, in bunches, it would come up. Okay. And you told me I might have a fungus because that's not just from the drought. Right. So we put, we put fungicide, and some of it did come back under the trees, and we tried to water and water. But now we have the big perimeter on both sides of our driveway, which is a lot. Um, we we want to uh, tilt it, and then what? Put new grass? or, or There's so many weeds. I'm afraid it'll be just a weed museum. I don't know well, how to start and what to do. You'll more than likely have to do something with the weeds first. You know, use something to kill the weeds before you right. put the new stuff in. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sure. Um, really, what I would recommend you do is call Randy. I- I'm assuming you're listening yeah. on KTRH, correct? Yes. Okay. Give Randy Lemon a call because he's got the products that I'm just... N- you know, I was out doing uh, landscaping with my wife this morning, trimming the rose bushes and putting in mulch around the, the, the flower beds to freshen everything up uh, to look good. And she's asking me, well, what should I do with this, that? And the other thing is, I, you know, my thumb's not green. My my thumb's it, it's purple <laughs> from hitting it with a hammer. So um, uh, on some of that stuff, Randy could definitely help you out better than I could. So do you think he would also know she would first spray it, then till it, and then... Oh, yeah. Absolutely, he would know which way to go. Really? Yeah. And, and then I need to ask you something. Sure, I have go ahead. Roses, they were blooming gorgeously on the one side of the house, like on the south side of the house. I mean, they were gorgeous. You couldn't even see the brick. I mean, it was just flowers and flowers. And last year and the, the year before, they diminished and this. So I cut them last year. And now they're just straggly long, like three-yard long <laughs> vines or whatever you want to call them. They're not mm-hmm. vines, but I mean three long, three, four yard long sticks. We have to cut them because they interfere with the windows. Right. And some of them have blooms already. Should I cut off the bloom? Well, this is the time of year that typically roses do get trimmed, and mm-hmm. the blooms come off basically for Valentine's Day. So uh, I don't know. I, that's what I was doing this morning was trimming our roses, so I would have to say yes. So you cut off the, the flowers? I, yeah, I cut them back, way back. Mm-hmm. Is it also smart to do it? Maybe I see by the courthouse and by the post office, they cut it in September, completely down. I do, you know what? I really don't know because I typically only do ours once a, once a year. And, and I, don't follow and the, I don't follow what the city people do because they work off of a schedule of their own that a lot of times has nothing to do with what's good for the plants or not good for the plants. That is true. And not only that, that man does nothing else but take care of that, uh, you know, of that little bitty land that he has around the courthouse. And we have a lot to do. Yeah. So you're, you're right. So would you say that I should mulch them also? Yes, ma'am. Is it smart to mulch around palm trees and sacred palms? Uh, usually they don't need it. They They run a ball yeah. underneath them that you really don't need to do that. I see. I see. And how do I fertilize them? Palm food is so expensive. 
expensive. My goodness. My palms are very tall, like taller than our, our house. And I have 54 palms. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Some of them, they just look like pencils with like 20 little frogs on top. Yep. They're not pretty. So should I fertilize them or should I just forget it? You know, that, again, would be a, a question for Randy because I don't grow any palm trees. Okay. I'll send you some. I'll give you some. No, I don't <laughs> want any. <laughs> <laughs> and Jim, would you have his number? Uh, well, actually, you can uh, tune into his show on Saturday mornings oh, uh, right here on KTRH. Yeah. Mm. He's not my favorite person. Well, but he's, he's got some good knowledge on this kind of stuff. Does he? Yeah. Some things you know much better. I've caught him in a few things. I feel like calling up and say, why didn't you call Jim? <laughs> <laughs> Plus, he's too, he goes into too detail. My God, you get tired of listening to him till he gets to the point. You know what I mean? You, you anyway, know, i, I got to be honest. I find that with most people who talk on the radio. That's the reason I try to keep things moving so fast. Well, you at least, you listen to them so kindly, no matter what they ask you, and then you have the solution. And then if they want to talk more, you're always very gracious. So you are my favorite person. Well, thank Take you, Take care, ma'am. Jim, and thanks again. You Bye, too. Bye-bye. Bye. Again, 713-212-5874. Any home improvement question you have, I'll see what I can do to help you out. Let's talk with Patrick. How are you? Pretty good. Let me put you off for Okay. I'm sorry, you were breaking up. Try that again. Okay. My question is, I replaced the uh, ball and caulk and whatever back in the behind my uh, in my tank of my toilet. Uh huh. Can you adjust the float uh, while it's in the tank, or do I have to take it all out and adjust the float to make it uh, make the water level rise higher? No, you typically on most of them can adjust the float while it's in the tank. Uh, I'll tell you what, if you'll hold on through this break, we'll go over what kind you have and how to adjust it. We'll be right back with more Texas Home Improvement, 713-212-5874. If you're outside the Houston area, not a problem, 866-937-0003. The home improvement expert for the Lone Star State. Here's Jim Dutton on Texas Home Improvement. Hey, this portion of Texas Home Improvement is made possible by Guardian Roof Systems. Give them a call for all your roofing needs, whether it's commercial, residential, flat roof, metal roof, shingles, doesn't matter. Guardian Roof Systems can help you out. 713-212-5874. That's the number to call. Any home improvement question you have, 713-212-5874. When we left, I was talking with Patrick. and Okay, Patrick, yeah. you put in a new uh, system inside the tank, and Correct. you need to adjust the, the level higher or lower. Well, I want to raise the water level higher because I don't, when I flush the tank, I have, or flush the toilet, I have to flush it twice. Okay. So I assume that I raised the float up to get more water in the tank so when I flush it, more water goes, you know. Well, there's two things that you have to look at. One is sometimes the chain doesn't pull the flapper up high enough, and it'll premature close down and cut the water off going. The other is the water level in the tank not being high enough. Now, you have that tube that comes up in the middle, just a one-inch diameter. How close to the top of that is the water level? Oh, I'd say maybe four or five inches. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you need to definitely raise the water level then. Okay, which type of... Fluid master. Okay, so you got the little one that kind of floats up and down right next to the fill tank thing itself. Uh, If you look at the bottom, you know, you had a a screw that you used to tighten it into the tank. On the, the part that slides up and down that has a little, looks like a barrel type float ball, yeah. At the bottom of it, there's typically an adjustment knob on that rod that goes up and down that you can adjust to raise it. And it's okay. it's it's usually a one inch diameter, and it's right there next to the surface of it. Uh, 
And normally on most of them, it's black in color, just just like the float disc. Okay. So you're saying. And you don't have, and you shouldn't have to take it out of the uh, tank in order to adjust it. Okay. Now I noticed there's one thing there's a little rod thing that has a long screw. Um, is that what you're talking about? Or are you talking about a bigger? One other is a because there's a second one sometimes that has a screw that goes down through it that it looks like it's got a double thread going down real yeah, wide. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that that that's the one you have. Yeah. Yeah, that is adjustable as well. There's a screw top on the top of it that you can use to raise it up. Okay, and then and that's the one, or is it are both? Yeah, are, on, on uh, no, that, on yours that would be the that would be it. So I'd have to turn it counterclockwise. Yeah. And that's brown in color, correct? Well, no, it's black. It is black. Okay, a lot of them are brown when they have that. Um, yeah, just, it should have a screw top in it where you can uh, use a Phillips head usually to adjust it. Okay. And so I'd probably turn it counterclockwise to raise the float up. Uh, I don't remember which way I, I, be honest with you, I typically have to adjust it to see which way it's going. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's all I need to know. All righty. You take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 713-212-5874. That's 713-212-5874. Anne in Spring, how are you today? Fine, thank you. I appreciate your time and taking my call. Um, I had a large window above my door, the six-footer, you know, the big square grid glass. It was uh, cracked when they pressure washed my house in the afternoon. Uh-huh. So that was $6,000 to replace that. Ow. I should have shopped around, I guess, but I had uh, one of these composite windows put in. The color is supposed to be white, but when they put it in, it's got a little cream color to it. So I called them, and they said, well, that's our white. I said, well, you should have told me because it doesn't match the other windows I have that I have had replaced. But... That's beside the point. I used three windows in it, long windows, uh-huh. and um, they're a little contemporary for my house. So I am trying to find a source or some way. I have shutters on my house, long shutters for the uh-huh. windows. So to get some kind of, I know that a lot of the commercial buildings have some type of shutter look that has a space at the bottom where they've, like, um, maybe a foot away from the building, kind of uh, anchored it, and then extended it out at the bottom, kind of decorative looking. So I'm looking at maybe, I don't know, this is about six foot wide, but it has the three divisions, which won't show if I put shutters on it. it do you know anyone that can make a uh, some kind of support to attach it to my brick and cover that window and kind of look like shutters. Okay, and I, I'm wanting to make sure I'm following. Are you wanting a shutter look, or are you wanting it? Is it more I'm of a to, screen type? I'm trying to cover this ugly window. I don't like the way it looks. Uh-huh. So, and that was uh, six thousand dollars for that little baby, and now I'm trying to cover it up. But that's the only way that you know to me it will look better just to use the like pretend shutters real sure. shutters whatever and and attach them well, i'll tell you what let me take a quick break for news traffic and weather i'll be right back to you right after the news there are two things we don't abide in texas unfriendly folks and dishonest contractors so if that's you the red river is that away Here's more Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. Hey, this portion of Texas Home Improvement is brought to you by the best siding on the planet, James Hardy Siding. Got a home improvement question? 713-212-5874. If you're outside the Houston area, 866-937-0003. When we left, I was talking with Ann, and Ann, are you there still? Yes, I am. Okay. Uh, 
are you wanting to cover it though on the outside or the inside? The outside. Okay. It's like a decorative uh, big shutter or a collection of shutters, something that will match the shutters fairly well on my house. So, you know, it's got to kind of uh, go with style. Sure. But I thought maybe a metal frame of some sort that's mm-hmm. real sturdy and then mount the the uh, shutters on that and then extend them out at the bottom like it's kind of half open. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you to give uh, Sunburst Shutters a call. Okay. I'm not a hundred percent sure they can do this, but I think they can. Their number is seven one three eight nine six eighty one fifty. Eighty one fifty. Okay. And I have another question, if you have time. Sure, go ahead. I had a new roof put on my house. Um, when they put the drip edge, in some places it was a half an inch uh, exposed the cedar wood that was original. And, uh, and they said that they used the same size, but it didn't cover the wood. So I now have a problem because the wood is deteriorating, and I just, you know, I just had the house painted before they put the roof on so they wouldn't have to get back up on it. Mm-hmm. So they messed up by, he said it was the same size drippage, but it did not cover in some places a half an inch or more. And in other places, it looks, you know, you can see maybe a quarter of an inch of the exposed wood. So I need to prime the wood, I guess clean it maybe with some kind of Clorox or something and maybe do a primer and then go ahead and repaint that. When when you're saying it's exposed, is it the cedar shake shingles yes, that are exposed? It's, no, it's the trim around the house. The trim around it, okay. And the, so they wouldn't do anything about it. Sure. And, and they messed up my gutters. They tore up some of my shutters in the front, taking the roofing material off. Mm-hmm. And then I had a leak in the house. About maybe it, sh- it showed up maybe six or eight months after they had done the roof, and I called them. And they wanted to charge me for coming out and looking at it. Well, I had one of the the uh, lead pipes coming out, uh, probably from the toilet area. On the, uh-huh. I have an extended bedroom, right. so there's no real access unless you go kind of at an angle through the rafters, uh, uh, quite a distance away, and it's a tight area. So they looked at it and they said, well, they didn't have a problem with it. But I talked to a friend that used to have a roofing business years ago. And he said, when you told me what happened, because it took a while, I guess, for the water, when it rained, then it it slowly um, went through the insulation, and it took a while. Right, and it took a while to saturate. Because when when we bought this house, I painted that ceiling, and there was no leak, and this house was like 12 years old. So they would not stand behind it, so I'm still dealing with a leak. I bought a new... Uh, kind of one of the little exhausts, but still blowing rain can get in there. So, you know, I don't you, know. They would not. They they said, well, if we have to open up your roof, it'll cost you $695. And we, mm. if it's not our fault, it's your problem to pay for it. But this guy said, you know, when you told me what went on, I knew what they did. And so he came back and pulled that that uh, it was that PVC pipe out of it, and you could see where they had broken it. And they just went ahead and roofed around it, and it was tight. So it looks like it's okay, but the water kept gradually ruining my ceiling. So, you know, what is the best way to tear that roof off and get that done? No, no. Give Guardian Roof Systems a call and let them come out and take a look at it. and take care of that for you. Cause I mean, this was one of the bigger roofing companies yeah. in, in Houston, and they were, we tried to talk to them, and, you know, they 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 just, I guess, believed the people. They ruined my gutters. They wouldn't, they wouldn't move the ladder off my gutters, so I eventually had to replace those after problems with water getting in the mm-hmm. wood also. So I had lots of problems with them, and, uh, 
you know, and they were very ugly, the owners. I talked to both of the owners, and, and they were both very ugly. And I guess they just, you know, they talk about their warranty so good. Well, I don't know what you're supposed Warranty's to do. Warranty's useless if they don't come out and stand behind it. That's right. So, yeah. you know, I'm still am facing a leaky ceiling. Sure. And, yeah. Um, yeah, give Guardian Roof Systems a call because repairs typically don't cost that much. Let them take a look at it. And, you know, from there, then you can make a decision if you want to call the first guy or, or let Guardian take care of it. But I if, don't, it, if I the don't pipe think... is broke, uh, it'll definitely have to be fixed. But <clears throat> when they, you know, the way you're, you're describing it, it sounds like they should be able to put a coupling on it and fix the pipe itself. So I don't think that's going to be anything too major. Well, the guy that put the uh, little vent that I bought, I wanted one that was more kind of secure, but this one has the four openings. Sure. And and any and I ha also when they put the trim the uh, the uh, edge around the uh, roof there that they did not put it. They said they were running a little short, and the painter had painted all of it to match my house, but they. I remember him saying, well, we're running a little short on this. They did. At the fireplace on both sides in the master bedroom, there was about an inch where they didn't touch the brick. So I had mice that got in. Well, I couldn't mm -hmm. get up there, and yeah. it, was, it's, it was a nightmare. So eventually I was outside, and I looked up there, and I could see that opening because you could hear them scratching to get in. So I knew it was tight where they were getting in. So anyway... Yeah. We'll give Guardian a call. Uh, the number is 888-603-4185, and they'll be able to uh, help you out with that. And that music means i got to take another break. We'll be back with more Texas Home Improvement, 713-212-5874. If you can fix it in Texas, you can fix it anywhere. Jim Dutton on Texas Home Improvement. Hey, thanks for listening to Texas Home Improvement all over the state on stations like KJCE 1370 AM in Austin, on 820 AM WBAP in Dallas-Fort Worth, and in Granbury, Texas, in the show. Got a home improvement question? Now's the time to call 713-212-5874. If you're in the Houston area, if you're outside, 866-937-0003. And, you know, when it comes to doing your home improvement projects, I want to talk for just a minute on liability. You know, if you pull the permit, you're assuming the liability of that job. And there are some contractors out there who are asking homeowners to pull the permits. Don't do that. If you got a contractor who's saying he can't pull a permit, I don't care what his reasoning is, you need to tell him, I'll find somebody else. Because he's either not carrying the insurance that's, re that's required or the city has had bad experiences with this guy and won't allow him to get any more permits. But if you pull a permit, you take on the financial liability. If somebody gets hurt on the job, you had the responsibility of making sure everything was safe. If uh, a neighbor's property is tore up, you pulled the permit. You took responsibility for what was taking place on that job site. And you don't need that liability. Leave that in the hands of the contractor. Make sure that they've got general liability insurance, workers' comp, vehicle insurance. And if they don't, get somebody else. All right, let's go back to the calls again at 713 212 5874. Don and Kingwood, how can I help you? Hey, Jim. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I've got a water discoloration problem, uh, principally on the hot water side. Uh, we've lived in this house since it was new 42 years ago. It's got galvanized piping. Yep. Uh, the hot water heater is, uh, I've replaced it once, but it's probably about 20, 22 years old now. It doesn't thump or anything. And, uh, about 15 years ago, we added a bathroom on the far end of the house. I added a recirculating system, which, uh, 
uh, it's a half-inch copper tubing that runs back to the uh, hot water heater and right. uh, with a pump there that uh, ties into the drain line going on the bottom of the hot water heater. I seem to be getting discolored water quite a bit now until you, you know, run it quite a while. Yeah, you're probably uh, having to flush out the lines. Are you still using the recirculating all the time? I have it on a timer. We we use it a couple hours in the morning, a couple hours in the afternoon as far as the recirculating pump is concerned, yes. Okay. But I, I, I take it off of the recirculating pump trying to check. Well, it seems like that tends to clear it up some, but... Uh, and then on occasion, I'll get it in the cold water side, you know, discolored water. So I don't rather, you know, it's galvanized piping. I know it corrodes on the inside. Oh, yeah. And I'm beginning to get, when I say beginning, I guess I've always had uh, some grit and little rust particles, I guess, in the strainers of the faucet. Yep. Especially on that far side with the uh, with a Roman uh, tub faucet, uh, you know, creates quite a bit of flow. Well, more than likely what's happening is the pipes as they've been aging have just been deteriorating and it's now enough where it is discoloring the water. And what happens is when the water sits there for a little while, you know, the, the color starts getting into the particles of the water. Uh, if you'll call Picket Plumbing, they've got a system called E-Pipe where they can literally sandblast through those pipes and it will clean out all the buildup that's in there, and then they put an epoxy resin through there to seal it so that you don't get any of that uh, pipe discoloration or water discoloration anymore from the pipes. Plus, it'll clean out the pipes where they'll flow like new again because over the years, I'm sure they've been choking down on you some as well. Um, this e-pipe system really is its less invasive than replacing the pipes, uh, plus it's a lot faster than replacing the pipes. You can call Pickett at 713-896-9700 and let them take a look at it. Yeah, I've been looking at that on the uh, internet. Uh, does it restrict the, I know I see it puts a coating on there. Right. I, I don't have any pitted leaks yet in the piping, which uh, I understand that can happen too with, with age or at least. Oh yeah. Well, if you're getting that much rust in the water, you're going to have the leaks before long. Yeah. You don't think it's a hot water heater then, huh? Very seriously doubt it. Because if it was a hot water heater, you couldn't run it and have it dissipate. It would continue, it would just continue to come from the water heater. I see. So you're saying that it's, it's just a buildup of the rust in the pipe, and once yep. it's long enough, then it's, yep. it's clear. Yep. Okay, how, how much does a system like that generally cost? Any idea? Not a clue. I'm sure it's going to be a pretty penny, though. <laughs> okay. Uh, but, you know, the the alternative is is not good. I mean, it's, it's replacing all the pipes, and that's, that's very costly. So give them a call, and they can give you the options on it. i got to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Texas Home Improvement. And welcome back to Texas Home Improvement, 713-212-5874. That's 713-212-5874. You know, if you miss any of this show, be sure to check out our podcast. It's available on iTunes or click the sound icon on THIPro.com. Stan, what can I do for you? Yeah, you're really good to talk to you. I've tried so many times. I bought a, a, a house 65 and six, uh, built in 65, and it was a high-end home at the time. It has four crappers, and all of them hang on the wall. They're not on the floor. Uh, I was able to crawl into a crawl space to examine the bracing. It, it, it was really, really interesting. All of them are – three of them are American Standard the one that we use the most in the entryway, it's a three-quarter bath. Um, it, it, I, I, I need a part. And it's, it, the company's name is Biggs. It's a Biggs crapper. And I believe they went out of business in the early 70s. Yeah. Um, I had a, a plumber 
who works in the area, and he's used to these older homes. Um, but I, I can't seem to get, I raise him on the telephone anymore. He didn't want to talk to me, I guess. Uh, it, 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 I, th- I think it's just it's something as simple as the O-ring. But um, where, it... where would I locate somebody? And I'm, 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 it's important enough to me that I'm willing to pay a couple hundred bucks for somebody to solve this problem. Sure. Because well, it's the most used bathroom we have. Do you know what parts you're looking for, or is it just the internal parts in well, inside the tank? No, it, it, it's in the, uh, there's, a, there's a, um, a ceramic surround on the stem that comes up with actually mm-hmm. a flushing mechanism that's kind of protected. I can't change it out to an American standard because all the bracing is different. Right. But I, I I believe that it's as something as simple as an O-ring. If it is just an O-ring, that should be able to be taken out and find one that matches the size and put it back in. Uh, if if it's other parts, though, it can be very difficult because you may or may not be able to find what you need. Um, yeah. I would uh, if you're looking for a parts house, you can check with More Plumbing Supply. Uh, more, more, M O O R E, plumbing supply. Uh, they have they carry a lot of that kind of stuff. Uh, but oh. you know the big thing is you're gonna have to know what you're looking for. So, yeah, y- you know you may have to bring a plumber in who can diagnose what the problem is before you can go get the parts you need. Yeah, well, this, this guy, like I said, he he's he's an old timer. He's been in the area for a long time. Uh, higher-end homes in the area I'm living in, but uh, he, he doesn't seem to want to call me back for some reason. I, yeah. I, maybe he's just real busy, or maybe he's uh, afraid to tell me the answer that, I, that he's got for me. Well, a lot of times people don't want to tell you what you don't want to hear, but yeah. uh, you know, my guess is what's going to have to happen is it, it gets taken apart, Find out what the bad part is and take that in and say, I need something to match this. And okay. so, it, you know, because that company's out of business, it obviously isn't going to be their part. But hopefully if it's just O-rings, that's easy to match up with. Well, I, I, I think when I took it apart, I, I love to work on homes, but I never worked on homes that had crappers hanging on the wall. Yeah. Uh, which it's a great experience for me. And I've got the three American Standards. Uh, working like they were new. I mean, uh, everything is working fine on them, but this one, it's not. It's an oddball. I, yeah. I like the crapper. It's a low-flow crapper uh, with a short tank on the back, but um, to change it out would be a major, major job. Um, more, 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 plumbing. more plumbing supply. But uh, maybe uh, try and find out what what the problem I say when I took it apart to repair it, uh, it, it had a continual dribble leak, just mm-hmm. slow. But that builds up. You know, you, I noticed it on my water bill. Yeah. Um, so I, when I took it apart, the O-ring, which is about an inch and a half wide, uh, was um, pretty decrepit. And it, when I pulled it out of the little that recess that it set in, it broke into parts. Ah, uh, that's... Was, uh, yeah, that's more than likely going to be your issue then. Okay. You, you just, you, just your your rubber parts have gone bad, and so yeah. you know, it's probably just going to be a matter of taking it apart and replacing those rubber parts. Okay. All, All right. Well, I'll, I'll try Stan, that. Thank you very luck. much. I sure appreciate your time. You bet. I listen to your show continually. I work on Saturday, so I love it. Well, I appreciate that. You take All care. Right. All right, thank you. Bye. Bye. All 713-212-5874. Let's see. We're going to head to, is it Thompson? What can I do for you? Oh, Mrs. Thompson. Well, I don't know why. Okay. Miss Thompson, can you hear me? We'll put that one on on hold, and we'll move on to the next caller then, which will be Charles and Katie. How are you? 
Just fine. How you doing? Ah, doing okay if I could get rid of this cough. Well, I wish you luck on that. I, I, I appreciate your program very much. Thank you, sir. What can I do for you? I've got a whistling toilet. When it flushes, uh, about half the time, it will whistle as it as the tank refills. Okay. Well, you know those O-rings and stuff we were just talking about? Yes. You probably have a washer in there that is uh, going bad, and as okay. the water is going by it, it allows it to whistle that way. Because, you know, when you whistle, it's just a matter of the size of the opening. If that opening size changes ever so slight, yeah, no more whistle. Okay. And, so, and so it's probably, probably just a... Probably just a matter of, of uh, replacing the uh, internal parts in the tank itself or the valve under the toilet. So there's two places where it can be. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much, sir. All righty, Charles. Good luck with that. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. 713-212-5874. Yeah, there's th those things, they'll either cause a... Uh, a hammer sound or that whistle sound. I mean, it can do either way. So you, you gotta gotta kind of watch those things. Let's head to Cleveland and Ray. Welcome to KTRH. I tell you what, you're missing a gorgeous day outside. I just had to rub that in a little bit before we <laughs> get started. Well, I was outside earlier this morning. And I've been sitting here watching it out the window. So <laughs> I have a real simple question. Uh, I have an old cow house that's out in the middle of the woods, and uh, years ago. A lot of grass, a lot of weeds grew up around it. I, I wasn't able to take care of it the way I should. And it's got some type of, it's it's like an 8-inch, runs vertical, slot wood, and at the bottom of the house, it's rotted off. Yep. So what I did is I replaced it. Well, I wasn't able to get the exact same wood, so what I was going to do was put smart board on the house and just paint it. Do I have to pull all that wood off, or can I just put smart board over it and screw right into it or nail right into it? As long as you take off the rotten part, right, you can go over it. Okay, okay. I heard you talking earlier about sweating in between the uh, for foam or something you were you were talking about, and I've already started the project. And I was like, uh oh, maybe I better call and see if this is okay. Yeah, no, it's just if you're putting, you know. Styrofoam over stuff. I'm not a fan of that. Okay, but because the wood it will, on wood should it, be fine. Wood on wood is fine. Normally, I would tell you put a vapor barrier behind what you're putting on, like a, a you know, a Tyvek or a Hardy wrap or something like that. But okay, wood on wood, you're fine. Okay, and hey, that's all I needed. I sure appreciate it. You bet, Ray. Take care. Thank you. Bye bye. Again, our number seven one three two one two five eight. Seven four. Let's try Miss Thompson again. Are you there? Yes, I am. Okay. What can I do for you? Hi. How you doing? I'm here in Houston, Texas. I'm in the process of opening up my own assisted living facility, a personal care home. Uh huh. And they are requiring me. Dad is requiring that I put in a fire sprinkler system in the house. It's about a sixteen hundred square feet house. Okay. And I know they got two different kinds. They have the 13, and then they have the 13D. I got two estimates. One was 6500 and the other one was over 10000 Right. Um, my question is, is, you know, the prices that I got, is that, I mean, am I going to be losing money or between the two? I know it's two different kinds. You got the 13 and you have a 13 Okay. I, I got to put you on hold because I got to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll address sprinkler systems because there's a lot of things on that that people don't realize. 713-212-587. To a theater near you, the evil walking contractors. And only one man can stop them. This is Jim. What can I do for you? Here's more with Jim Dutton on your Total Home Improvement Source. Hey, this portion of Texas Home Improvement is made possible by America's Choice Windows, where you can get 10 windows for just $36.80. It's a heck of a deal. you got to really take advantage of that. All righty. 
1-800-529-5874. When we left, I was talking with Miss Thompson, and uh, you said you're opening up a, a what home? Oh, she must put me on hold again. I'm going to just put her on hold, but basically she was asking about an alarm system. She got a price on two different types of, uh, not alarm system, sprinkler system. And uh, 6500 to 10000 is the range. And to be honest with you, that is the price range of them, especially if you're going to be doing commercial use of the property. Uh, and I say that because, uh, you know, she I believe she was going to be using it as a retirement type home. And yes, that would be a commercial type environment. And uh, let's see here. Okay, Miss Thompson, are you there? Yes, I am, sir. Okay. Uh, I, I'm assuming uh, th this was for a retirement home. Isn't that what you said? Well, I got it's a second home that I'm using. I'm going to be housing veterans. Veterans, like okay. It's a living facility. Yes. It's going to be a little business. Okay. The the issue that you run into with the sprinkler systems, it's it is highly regulated, and there's a lot of liability with it. And what you're going to find is, when you go to turn your alarm system on, they're gonna they're gonna the city's gonna want you to have it monitored for fire as well. Very few alarm companies want to do alarm systems with fire detection. Uh, so you're gonna end up hunting that down as well. But the yeah, price range. The the company said it's six to five hundred. That's what they do. Yeah, and and I'm gonna tell you that price actually sounds pretty reasonable. Actually, cheaper than I would have expected to hear for putting in a sprinkler system like that. Uh, they're yeah, very they're for, very costly. That's just, for, that's just for the sprinkler. That's not for the outside. To right. Bring the water up. That's not for that. Right. You so yeah because it's going to require a larger water supply. So you're going to have to have lines brought in for the. Are they going? Are you going to have to bring in a two-inch line? Yes, I am. Okay, yeah, then that's that's yeah. pretty standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's, that's going to be kind of expensive as well, but not near as bad as the sprinkler system inside. Yeah, well, I thought maybe you knew somebody that would, you know, put it in a little cheaper. No, because uh, like I said, there's a very few contractors who actually are licensed to be able to do that, and again, you're going to have that same issue with the monitoring of it because there's so much liability on these systems that a lot of companies just don't want to do them. Yeah, well, Dad's just passed a law in 2014. Yep. And a lot of these places just, you know, if you have four or more people, then they are requiring that you have get that. Well, I will tell you, the movement is to actually push this far enough where every home is going to be required to have sprinkler systems. Uh, well, that's but that's that's something that they're working on for down the road. But uh, and I don't yeah, think they're well, going to require houses to retrofit. But new construction homes will re be required right. to have that before well, long. The question that I had, I'm not worried about the price because I'm going to have to get it anyway because I've uh -huh. already invested in it. Is you know this is my retirement plan. The 13 and the 13D. I did a little homework on the internet. It said the 13D. It has. It is not a complete fire sprinkler system, but the thirteen is. You you want the thirteen? You want the complete want system? Yeah, you don't. Okay. You don't want to shortcut it. Okay. Okay. That's what I was in questioning. You know. Yeah. Okay. Well, Miss Thompson, good luck with your uh, with your home there. And with that, 713-212-5874. We're going to take a quick break for news, traffic, and weather. We'll be right back with more Texas Home Improvement. No offense, Bill. You being from Loserana. <laughs> it's okay, Bill. You can ride with me. I don't care where you're from. Just duck down whenever I pass another real Texan. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Jim Dutton on Texas Home Improvement. And welcome back. 713-212-5874. That's 713-212-5874. Seven four any home improvement question you have, P 
pick up the phone, give me a call. I'll see what I can do to help you out. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is made possible by more plumbing supplies, bath and kitchen showplace. Go beyond the box stores. Go to bkshowplace.com to find a location near you. Now let's get ready and head back into the calls. And Bill, this is Jim. What can I do for you? Uh, hi, hi, Jim. Say, I'm having a problem with my uh, water heater. I'm not getting enough uh, hot water. I've uh, I've got uh, two 50-gallon tanks, much more than we need for our household. Uh, there, you know, water, uh, cold water goes into one, gets heated, comes out, heated into the second one, and then uh, goes on to supply the house. I've uh, cranked up the temperature uh, on e each of the water heaters to the highest level, and I'm getting uh, water which is barely sufficient, uh, hot enough, that is, for a shower. Hmm. And it's affecting the uh, dish, the uh, cleanliness of dish, dishes too. Yeah, I'm uh, assuming what, these are what gas. What I look for? I'm assuming these water heaters are gas. Yeah, it is a gas. Yes. Yeah, and how old are they? Uh, about four and a half years old. Oh my! Yeah, so it should not be a sediment problem in the bottom of I, them yet. I wondered about that because uh, I. Have, well, over time, you know, if you're in an area where you get a lot of debris in the water, sediment can, you know, get down in the bottom, and it does make it more difficult to heat the water. But if it was left, like, overnight, the next morning you ought to have hot, hot water. Uh, so I don't think that's going to be the issue. It sounds like, you, since you got two of them that are having the same issue, it sounds like it's going to be a gas flow issue of some kind. Gas flow, huh? Yeah where the burners aren't burning the way they should be in order to heat the tank enough. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and uh, you think it's too early? Uh, is it worth trying to uh, uh, flush the tank, empty you the can, tank? You can try that. I mean, at four and a half years, you got nothing to lose to try that. Mm -hmm. um, but truthfully, I don't think that's going to be the, the issue. I think it's really going to be some, something to do with the gas flow affecting the burners. Mm -hmm. And so you're more than likely going to end up bringing in a plumber to check out what's going on. Okay. What what can I look at with respect to the uh, the gas ignition? If you can get down and see where the burner flames are, and in a lot of the newer ones you really can't see it much, that's you know what you could do. Uh, but beyond that, th there's not really anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're you're right about being able to see it. There's a, uh, a view hole about right. the size of. Half dollar, I guess, and yeah. I, I, I'm having difficulty seeing in there. The old burner, I could, I could reach in there. And... Yeah, they had problems with those old ones blowing houses up and burning them down and stuff. And so I guess they tried to make them a little safer. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm finding that uh, things that are made more sophisticated nowadays also break down a lot. That's exactly too. right. Now the advantage you have, and and this is why you really don't want to put it off too long. A four-and-a-half-year-old water heater is more than likely still under warranty. So oh. if there is a flaw, you'll probably get it replaced. Okay. I'll uh, check that out. I'll look at the model number. I still have yeah. the uh, instruction booklet. Okay. Good. Well, thank you very much, Jim. You bet, Bill. We're, take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Again, our number is 713-212-5874. Let's talk with Ruth. Welcome to KTRH. How can I help you? Hi, I just came in on the very tail end of the conversation you had with the woman about a fire sprinkler system in her house. Yes. And I, uh, I apologize, but I believe a lot of the information you were given her wasn't correct. Okay. Um, I, I only came in on the part uh, where she did uh, some studying on the difference between a 13 and a 13D. And then she said something, I think, about it being a house that is her retirement home. It, and you suggested she go with a full-blown 13. A 13 is a commercial system. She, she is in a commercial. Uh, She's using it for a veteran retirement home. Well, we have uh, we do a lot. Uh, my, my husband and I are fire sprinkler contractors. Okay. We do a lot of personal care homes. We do group homes and everything. It totally depends on the authority having jurisdiction. Not totally, but a lot of it depends on the authority having jurisdiction over the licensing of the the group home and uh, water supply and and all that. I mean, it's it, 13 is a commercial system. Right. We put 13 Ds and 13 Rs 
in in uh, various homes, depending on what their licensing laws are and what their authority having jurisdiction, whether it be their licensing or the city that they're building in and all that. <clears throat> Being a retirement center for veterans, uh, she was having to bring, and this was in the first part of the conversation, she was having to bring it up to code for commercial use and it was being regulated, and I don't know if it was being regulated by just the city or if the state was involved as well because of what she was going to be using it in there. You would know more on that, but she, uh, what she was quoting was that there was a law change in 2014 that was requiring this. Well, that, that very well may be. Mm -hmm. uh, again, it depends on the jurisdiction. Sure. And, and my husband, I just happened to catch on the conversation. My husband's the one that deals with this day in and day out. And, uh, you know, he's done, like I said, we do a lot of personal care homes. We've done some group homes. We've done some uh, what we would con consider personal care homes, but they were for or retirees and stuff like that. It, right. it just really, she needs to call a contractor to find out exactly oh, she's already, what it is. She's already done that, and they're and what she's being told is she has the option of using either one. Where I, she's at. I find that I find that hard to believe. Okay. I, I, unless it's just a misunderstanding, and that yeah. you know that can be explained. But uh, again, yeah, she I had she had quotes from she had quotes from two contractors uh, and had two choices to go through. Here's more Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. Hey, this portion of Texas Home Improvement is being made possible by Sunburst Shutters. You won't find better shutters for your home. Got a home improvement question? 713-212- Five eight seven four, and I want to finish up on that sprinkler system thing real quick. Uh, she had mentioned she had two contractors out. They had given her these choices, and th that was in the price ranges for them. I personally would go with a full-blown system rather than a modified system. That's just, you know, if I've got the option within the municipality I'm working in, that's what I'm going to go with, and that's what she had presented. That's the reason I gave her the advice I did. We, are, we did talk about, yes, she's going to have to bring in a larger water supply into the house she already knew what size it was and you know we talked about that as well so that's reason for that but the caller was 100 percent right i don't know all the ins and outs of sprinkler systems because it's not something i do every day for a living however when you already had two contractors pricing it based on the uh, requirements of that municipality and what the code was they gave them i got to go by what they're telling me on it uh, we also had somebody call in just real quick on a water on that water heater problem we were talking about that it could be a, a leak in the slab. I don't think so, and the reason I don't, the uh, two one hundred gallon tanks would put out enough hot water to keep up with a leak, unless that leak was so bad that you would definitely know you had a leak. There would be no question because the water is going to be gushing out. It's going to be like basically leaving a faucet on. Uh, so I just I don't think that's going to be the the issue on it anyways let's head back into the calls here 713-212-5874 scott this is jim how can i help you hey jim how you doing i appreciate you taking my question here you bet uh i've got an older home here and uh started tearing up the carpet to uh replace it and come to find out it's got some pretty nice uh looks like hard wood underneath i mean i wouldn't begin to tell you what species it is but uh, I'm wondering if there's a process to, other than just cleaning that up um, to, to get that looking right or if I should just go back with the carpet if that's going to be a hassle or where I stand there. Oh, no, man. How old a house is it? It was built in 62. Okay. It's going to have hardwood floors, like you said. More than likely, they're oak. And uh, a house built in 62, they're going to be up on screeds and have tar underneath there. Those and are excellent floors. I got you. And, I, and that's, I mean, it, it, it doesn't seem like it's going to go anywhere as far as trying to get it up and even replace that. I mean, it's, no. it's in there. No, just leave those floors there. And if it was my house, I, I, I mean, right, let's face it, wood floors are in right now. 
if it was me, I would sand those floors down. If the finish is, is you know not in good shape, sand them down, have them refinished, and they will. I mean, they'll last you for as long as you got the house. Okay, is the, is that? I mean, within the the spectrum of a do-it-yourself type deal, or am I going to need to call somebody in to uh, to refinish that? Or I mean, you know, t- time-wise, uh, you know, other other than here and there, I, I, I don't have a whole lot of time. I mean, it sounds like yeah. that's pretty intense. Well, the the process is you'd get a walk behind sander. It looks like a big floor buffer, and you'd sand the floor down with it. Uh, on the edges, you got to use a handheld. So you can figure how big a house. How, uh, how many rooms are we talking? It's a uh, three bedroom. It's it, they're not. I mean, it's not a very big house. It's uh, you know fourteen hundred square feet, but it's okay. a three bedroom. You are talking probably a good solid three days to do this, if okay. not more. Uh, because you're going to sand the floors first, then you're going to have to clean up all the dust real good, and and that requires using a, a tack cloth and all that stuff. If you want any type of stain, then you got to put that on. Then you'll put your first layer of finish on, and a second layer of finish after that. So the layers of finish go on quick, but you got to let them dry before you can put the next one on. I got you. I got you. Well. Uh, I, I appreciate that, um, it's, and I, I won't ask you to put a price on that. But is it relatively affordable to to have somebody come do that? I mean, uh, it is uh, cheap enough. I've done it even on rent houses. I've had. I got you. I got you. So, okay. Well, and, and and if you're looking at putting carpet in, I highly would recommend you take a look at finishing those floors because I think what you'll find if it, if they're not. You know, if you're looking at a better carpet, not a not a real cheap carpet, but a, a medium to a better end carpet, you'll get those wood floors redone for that same money, if not less. That's perfect. That's perfect. Well, I, I, I really appreciate it, Jim. I appreciate your help, and uh, uh, thank you very much. You bet. Take care. Yes, sir. Bye-bye. Oh gosh, I I love the old wood floors. Those those ones like that. I mean, they just they just hold up, and you you can finish them time and time again. John and Huffman, I'm uh, down to about a minute before the next break. How can I help you? Well, I've got a two part question for you. Both okay. Of them, it, it, it's it's a concern in my water heater. I, the previous caller actually spiked this little question in me, but here's what I'm thinking. I've got my house was built in '99. We just purchased our house a year ago, and so the hot water heater isn't really, in my opinion, keeping up. If we have two people taking simultaneous showers, the hot water heater isn't sufficient. So I was, one, either thinking about replacing my water heater. I don't know when, if it has ever been replaced um, with another gas propane heater or doing a tankless water heater and then keeping the propane water heater as like a backup, for, you know, because of hurricane season. But um, I didn't know what you kind of thought of either one of those situations, so I'm just okay. kind of getting an opinion. Well, I'll tell you what. You can uh, replace it with a tankless if you'd like, and if you go with a propane tankless, which are available, you wouldn't need to keep the tank for a backup, and you'd have continuous hot water flow, and they would size it according to the fixtures in the house, so as long as your water flow is enough to get the hot water out, the tankless would keep up. And I gotta take a quick break. We'll be right back. You've really helped us out and saved us a lot of money this weekend. <laughs> Jim Dutton to the rescue. <laughs> Jim Dutton to the rescue. Well, I can't do anything, man. Jim Dutton to the rescue. Nothing. Jim Dutton to the rescue. Jim, thank you. Love your show. Keep rocking, man. Jim Dutton to the rescue. Here's more with Jim Dutton on Texas Home Improvement. Hey, this portion is made possible by Floor & Decor, Texas' largest selection and the lowest prices guaranteed. Let's get the last call of the day. John and Lake Charles, how can I help you? Yeah, good afternoon. I recently got rid of uh, my power vents. Uh, there ought to be a law against the thing. One of them set the house on fire a yep. while back and uh, uh, put in whirly gigs. Well, the experts at the golf course, you know, that's where everyone hangs around, <laughs> tell me the uh, whirly gigs are going to leak. And I've heard the term air hock. Yeah. Is that superior? Is it non-powered? And what is an air hock? Please. Air hock is nothing more than a basically a box up there mm-hmm. that has a cover over it. So as hot air rises, mm-hmm. it can come out that air hock. There's nothing that moves in it or anything. Uh, but if you're worried about the whirly birds getting water in, mm-hmm. 
they have been used for the last 40 years. Yeah. And yes, on occasion you can get a dribble of water in or something. It's nothing to worry about. But just a dribble. Yeah. Not worth changing. Not worth losing any sleep over. Okay. Well, I do appreciate it and put the word out about those doggone power vents. I'm I tell people all the time, do don't good. don't put them in. Okay. Thank you for your time. And the air hawk is not worth messing with. with the I wouldn't. I wouldn't change right out. Now. You've already got the whirly bird. Leave yeah. him in. I mean, my choice would be ridge fence first. Yeah. Then I go with the uh, solar powered mm-hmm. fans, not mm-hmm. not the electric. Then the air hawk. Mm-hmm. Then the whirly bird. But you've already got them in. Don't worry about it. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate you it. Bye bye. Well, that's it for Texas Home Improvement this week. I hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure you check out our website, thipro.com, and check out Episode 4 of Overhaul for a Hero, The Patterson Project. With that, I'll talk to you next weekend here on Texas Home Improvement.